Uh, William, bonjour. What? Bonjour, William. William, that's me. Bonjour. What? Bonjour. Bon Jovi. Bonjour. Bon Jovi, Sean. Bonjour. Why, what about Bon Jovi? Uh, well, Eiffel Tower. Bonjour. Louis Museum. What are you saying? Uh, escargot. Uh, Shot through the heart. Uh, you're to... to blame. You give love a bad name. Uh, how do you say... Uh, it's the international uh, language of love. Bon how, do you, uh, how do you say... Uh, wanted, uh, dead, uh, dead or alive. See? C.C. DeVille? That's <laughs> oh, no, poison, no, no, no. dude. You're uh, talking... C.C. is uh, Espanol. Uh, yes, in Oh, uh, you're France. speaking Espanolish now? In France. Uh, France is a wee. Wee, 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 wee. That's what they want we to say. Is we is pee. Uh, oui, oui, oui. We uh, say we oui when we say P. Or it's baguettes. all that nudie magazine you guys got over there, the Wee oh, magazine. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes the yes, show yes, full yes, on yes. butthole in there. Wee, 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 wee. French girls uh, do not uh, shave at their pits. Classy. No, 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 no. Very yes. classy. It's to a boys in uh, Bancony. Les uh, cousins dangereux. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, wash. <laughs> we are uh, wash American film, pig film. In America, in Paris. Pig? The Nicolas Cage film? No, 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 no. American pig film. They make in America. Pigs make in America. Uh, America oh, in Babe Paris. in the City you're talking about now. Yes, uh, George Miller, Babe 2, Pig in the City. <laughs> All of this and more after a theme song. Uh, bonjour, bonjour. What? Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Two boys in a balcony. We're back. Hey, Billy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you. Could you possibly turn off whatever the fuck you're watching? Oh, shit, playing? dude. I apologize. <laughs> We have some very <laughs> serene underscoring Dude, today that we're that we typically it's disco Elysium. Apologies yeah. all around. I'll it has been this. the soundtrack of my life for the past week or so. I I ain't paying uh, no royalties I to apologize. disco Elysium because you, you can't. Oh, they'll have to come and off. find me. Dude, I forgot that was going. We could have just it was it was it's, it's kind of given like a, great, like a subdued little uh, mood in the You in the didn't even today. say what movie we watched. We watched An American Werewolf American... in London. No, we did not. We watched An American Werewolf in Paris. Oh. The sequel from 20 years later <laughs> with Tom Everett Scott. Tom Everett Scott. West Bridgewater's own? East Bridgewater's East... Oh, I'm going to start a real thing there. Ooh, West Imagine. You must I'm be like furious. The I'm the fifth most famous person out of West Bridgewater. Dude. I, never, I only lived there for two years. Let's name them. Who do we got? It's got to be someone from Shanana. Uh, we got Spike Ferristine. He was a writer for Seinfeld and The Daily Show. Ooh, with and he lives next door to you? No, he's from West Bridgewater. All right. He's got that uh, going for him. There was another comedian from West Bridgewater. Oh, name him. Was he on The Tonight Show? Did he go on... Uh, was he a cast regular on Mad TV? What happened? No, he wasn't. Was he in the Groundling, Sean? He did have some success. He had some success. Name him. 
Uh, Jack Gallagher. That's who it was. Jack Gallagher out of uh, Gallagher, the fruit smashing guy. Nope, Jack Gallagher. We got Cyrus. Oh, Jack Gallagher too. You're talking about? Oh, here we go. These are the notable people from uh, West Bridgewater, Massachusetts. And then, of course, you know we're gonna go over to the East Bridgewater. We got Cyrus Alger. He was the inventor. He was an owner of the shop there, which produced the first rifled gun. Whatever that oh, means. Oh fuck, Cyrus. Cyrus Alger. He died oh, in 1856. What is this? Oh yeah, he sounds like an old fuck. Uh, Spike Ferestein, the uh, he wrote uh, for. Oh, I heard that he with, wrote for Seinfeld. He wrote the Soup Nazi episode. Oh, get the hell out from from West Bridgewater, even West Bridgewater. Jack got a right to farm there. He's a nationally known comedian, and Keith Hastings or Hastings Keith. Yeah, shit, Hastings Keith. What a you should figure name. out how to say it. Is that his name? First name Hastings, last name Keith. He was just a rep from Massachusetts. I don't know why he made the list. Uh. State like a state rep, yeah, that don't make no sense. That's pretty cool. It is. It is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Just getting into local government, getting into the seat of power, fucking things up, saying, "Hey, I don't think this is what they should be teaching in schools anymore." Let's go over town. We gotta take a quick. We got a quick look over at uh, East Bridgewater. We got only if you're only if you're planning on going to regular Bridgewater. Oh, of course, we'll go to Bridgewater. What do they call it? Middle Bridgewater? No, that's just Bridgewater proper. And then, the, and then the city of Brockton. Of course, you know this was originally North Bridgewater. Who's so, the most famous people from uh... East Bridgewater? We've got Manny Del Carmen. He's a former Boston Red Sox pitcher. Joe and Dan. Oh, Manny Del Carmen, get out of town from Joe East Bridgewater. Joe and Dan Lazon. La- I don't know some kind of UFC guys. Dana. Well, I'm Lamangi. not going to say too much about them because they'll punch my head in. Francis Davis Millet, my favorite painter, yours. Oh, does, is he the dude? Hey. What's that? Sean. Is that the guy that painted the Mona Lisa? No, that's Leonardo Di- uh, DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Dana Levine. Uh, no, Leonardo DiCaprio owns the NFT of the Mona Lisa. Francis David Millet died on the Titanic. That's why he's on there. Oh, dude, that's got to suck for his family unless he had an insurance policy. No, they were all with him. Jesus what Christ. What do you think? Do you think that people got money for losing people on the Titanic, or do you think I'm making that up? Uh, did did they have insurance back then, or is that just a new thing that came in in like the 1970s? Probably? I think that was just a new thing. All right. <laughs> and then over in Bridgewater proper, uh, we have Joe Lazon again. Even though he's no, come on! He, what's he just fucking town. moving around? He just lives in different rooming houses. Drew Bledsoe, that's coming no, out of, shut up. He is not straight from out of Bridgewater. Bridgewater. No, it says he resided in Bridgewater during his time with the team. That doesn't mean fuck he's, off. That's not he's a notable person. Fuck off, fucking dinks. He's from Washington. Like if he resided there and had children and their kids went to school there, they would be Bridgewater. Yeah, proper. you know what? I can't trust any. Of hey, who's anymore. the most famous people from Bridgewater State Prison? Oh, uh, Aaron Hernandez, of course. That's fun. Yeah, he's rest in peace. Nah. Or rotten piss, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. rotten piss, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fucking murderer. Look at you, uh, just changing up letters on the fly like a professional comedian. Sorry. I'm a naughty boy, you know that. I know it, but now everybody knows it. Now I'm the bad boy of comedy, that's what I have. I got that. I got that. Tattooed on your forehead? No, I put it in rhinestones on the back of my denim jacket. Wow, that's probably a better idea than the forehead tattoo. Bad boy of comedy. <laughs> You could take yeah. a jacket off. Could take it off. <laughs> Not, and I got a big forehead. My hairline's receding, but I don't have enough room for the bad boy. And Boston, you got to explain it every the time. The bad boy of Boston comedy. Back in the office, you got to explain that forehead tattoo now. 
Yeah, it and, was a pandemic thing. We were all losing our minds. And I tattooed it on my forehead backwards so that it, when I look at it in the mirror, it looks right. Yeah, so. well, obviously, you got to be able to see it. I'm the most the tattoo is for you. Yes, I agree. 100%. People keep going, explain that tattoo to me. And I'm like, no. It's a backwards bad boy of Boston Common. What is your tattoo? I can't read it. You got a couple it, of, you got a, you're tatted, you're tatted up. I have, I don't want to talk about it. You got fucking, you got fucking, uh, I have one game, really bad tattoo. On you. I have one really bad tattoo from when I was a, a younger boy. When you were in the, in the, in that biker gang. Yeah. Hell's Angels. Yeah. When you were guarding the state. I wasn't in the Hell's Angels. I used to mess with the Hell's Angels. Oh yeah. I used to, I used, used to, to go up to them and I'm like, don't you mean devils? <laughs> 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 they were like, no, the devil is the devil. There's not multiple devils. They're Hell different. doesn't have angels. I you think know. you're thinking of heaven. Yeah, you're thinking. You guys of like, are real stupid. God, fucking dummies. You Get guys two are more idiots. It's probably cars. all the alcohol you're drinking. You know, people always shooting you guys. They wouldn't be shooting you if you were in a fucking sensible. Uh, oh, here's wagon. an idea. Get a muffler for your bike. Yeah. Oh, we get it. You're very, you're very, very, Ooh. very cool. Oh, here's another idea. Get some sleeves for your vest. You ever ride a motorcycle, Bill? I've ridden motorcycles before. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. What do you think? I would I strike you as a man that can't keep two wheels vertical for a long time? Yeah. All right. I get I mean, that. That's something about me. Yeah, just based off of uh, everything I know about uh, you more, and the time we spent together. Yeah, uh, more think. dirt bikes than motorcycles. Oh, you're doing a little motocross. Yeah, a little games. in the woods riding around. Riding up back the ramps, in the pits. in the backy flips. Superman. going to pits. Going to pits. Oh, behind the dump. The oh, dump. yeah. And then you find like a sensible spice rack or something. And then out in uh, Weymouth it, and hang them. Oh, by the uh, pits, by the quarries and stuff. Oh, yeah, not safe. Uh, no, well, listen, no, nothing is safe any longer. I mean, it wasn't I've been safe laying, I've been, I've been laying a lot of booby traps around the South oh. Shore, Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah, I'm 51 watched. years old, Sean. I, I, I average 15 to 20 booby traps a year. You got some fucking ugly ass dolls with upside down faces that are very valuable to you and yeah. your family. Oh, Jesus. And Jesus. you're trying to make it. And this sounds familiar, but I'm not even sure. Home it is. sweet home alone, my So man. bad, dude. What Rough happened stuff. there? Why did they do it? Uh, money. Yeah, but that could, I mean, fuck, dude. That is. They were like, let's remake Home Alone, but have nobody to root for. And they're not like shy. Disney's been putting their movies in movie theaters. And this one, they were just like, nah, you guys have this one for free. Oh, I can't imagine it going into a movie theater. Yeah, we ain't. We're, I mean, we're on the precipice this afternoon. We're going to be watching the new Diary of a Wimpy Kid film that just went up on the Disney Plus. Oh, I bet my knees are like that. Is it bad? I don't know. Are you excited? It's a cartoon. We've we've, we've watched all the Diary of a Wimpy Kid films yeah. at this point, and they. Are, I mean, they got um, a couple live action ones, right? Yeah, they're bad. Um, but we'll see. On the this kids one. like them. They love them. They love. Dude, this we watched. So we watched Wimpy Kid. We watched uh, the new Home Alone, and like ten or fifteen minutes into it, I was watching it. Uh, my niece and my nephew were here, and I'm like, 15 minutes into it, I was like, this is, to myself, thinking how bad it was. And I said, hey, do you guys like this? And they both gave an enthusiastic yes, but neither one of them laughed, like, during the entire fucking movie. Yeah, my kids watched it twice now. The first time I had to leave. Holy moly, did you tell them that you're putting them up for adoption? Well, I had to leave, and I went and... Uh... And I came back, and they were they were 
really enjoying it, and I kept seeing people. I was like, "Oh, Andy Daly." Look yeah, it's got people. Dude, I like. it's got Chris some Parnell. genuinely good people in it. And then uh, the second that time kid I watched was it with them, so fucking funny in Jojo Ooh. Rabbit, dude. Yeah, dude. That and he is nothing but annoying as fuck in this movie. Yeah, he might be a one-hit wonder. It's bad. Uh, yeah, Home Sweet, Home Alone. It might even affect my love for him in Jojo Rabbit. It might affect your love of Home Alone. I mean, obviously, he's a Nazi, so I shouldn't love him anyways. But Yeah, no, no, no. You know. What are you going to do? What am um, I going to do? I'm going uh, to maybe reevaluate my whole life. You're going to write a What am I going to do Disney. about Home Sweet Home Alone? I'm going to write a better one. Disney Plus. That's what you got to do. Get these people where it hurts. Meaning to. Oh, boy. Oh, no. We lost Bill McMorrow. All right, Mickey. Oh, calm no. down. What are we going to do? Calm down. Oh, no. I've only got $30 billion. I don't have your $6 a month, Bill. You really made a statement. Oh, well, you really? You don't gotta be an asshole to him, Goofy. <laughs> I mean, I'm Goofy. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. <laughs> well, you're well geez, about a... Mickey, why do you gotta be like that to the fellow? <laughs> I can't do a Donald Duck. <laughs> I will tell you what now. Oh, Jesus, oh, that's that scarier than anything I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> he tried to do Daffy Dog. <laughs> no, uh, that's... Daffy Dog's not the same brand, right? He's WB. The WWB. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Donald's Donald's shooting up again. Oh, boy. Uh, that's all, folks. Oh, he, he puts the needle well, between the, the, the knuckles on his on his, on his, oh, on his geez, fins. Very graphic. On his, on his little the most graphic episode they ever did. So we can't... We can't Don't forget trap, to Mark, tie so. off! You're never going to find the vein if you don't tie off. You need to go to a needle depository. No, you can just reuse the same needle over and over again. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, Disney, we love you and we only give you guff. We're just giving you the business because we subscribe to your service and we feel like legally that gives us recourse. We have rights we actually we, legally i think we should that's the most uh we that's this is the closest we've ever come to possibly being sued come but i think me, we're right come get me you big bitches yeah <laughs> you can't prove it's not me <laughs> hey what's not a funny voice we could throw at these people before they sue us uh that's all folks <laughs> oh good one <laughs> <laughs> nailed it oh porky pig i learned this week I've been, uh, you know, I've been watching The Sopranos. You can't stop, Sean, even I though it seems stop. at this point you should have run out of them. Well, I've only been watching We've been busy around the old Sullivan household. Uh, but uh, I learned this week that Frank Vincent uh, plays, of course, Phil Leotardo in oh, The Sopranos. Oh, if you tell me he's from East Bridgewater no, now. He's, he's from North Adams, Massachusetts. I learned Holy that. Holy moly, he's so close to Canada there. Billy Bats from uh, Goodfellas. Go home and get your shine box. Everybody loves. We oh, love that fella, Billy Bats. I don't shine shoes anymore. He was in. I don't the, know if you heard. You've been away. I ain't a shine boy no more. He was in the 70s. Sean, Listen I don't shine to, shoes. I'm trying to give you important Sean, you've been away. I don't shine shoes no more. Go get your shine box. You I'll shine. I want to shine. I'm going to shine your shoes. Oh. Oh, no. How he about hit me that? Before. Dang. Uh, you, always, you think you're, di- Yo, uh, you know, you know, you, you were a little disrespectful, but uh, you did. You should have. You should have led with. I'm going to shine your shoes. You should have done that. Sorry. 
I think Disney Plus should come out with good, sweet, goodafellas. I think they should do Muppets Goodfellas. Oh, yeah. imagine that. That'd Wouldn't be that so be good. Fun? Like shot for shot remake. Like the Vince Vaughn psycho. Yeah. With Fozzie would be the wig guy. And they could be Fozzie's wigs instead of uh Shineheart wigs. Goodfellas. Good movie. Uh oh anyway, Frank Vincent he Good was in, Filma. He was in he had a comedy duo in the seventies. He was a comedian. Is he with the one with uh And his partner was Joe Pesci? Pesci and they wrote a Christmas song where it's basically Joe Pesci doing a porky pig voice asking Santa to fix his voice for Christmas. And it made me laugh. Oh, how about that? It's it nice wasn't funny. You still it's not funny. Oh, it made you laugh awkwardly. But I was just like, huh, isn't this, isn't this a weird thing that I found? Well, you remember uh, when Joe Pesci released the Vincent Guardelli Sings the Blues or whatever it is? No. He, like He's released music albums. Yeah, dude, all those guys have. Half the cast of The Sopranos have their own albums. Yeah. You go to their but Wikipedia this was page like, and it's like. I think this was like right after My Cousin Benny. I think it was that's who it's supposed to be, Vincent Guardelli. Uh, I know he he uh, rapped in the he had a, a rap song. Uh, have you seen My Cousin Vinny yet? Came out. No, that was uh, that, so good, dude. That one popped up on the old streamers during the pandemic, yeah. and everybody was talking about it for a week. But dude, it's I so good. It. I didn't watch. It. I should have. Marissa Tomei. I mean, we're now. gonna. I think it's nominated, right? No. What? No. She My cousin nominated. Vinny wasn't nominated. They get some perform acting nominations, I believe. Dude, it's incredible. It's I'll such it a good movie. For you. I believe we've had this conversation no less than nineteen times. So fucking rewatchable. Uh, My cousin Vinny. My biological clock is ticking like this. Marissa Tomei in that floral bodysuit. Yeah, she wins. Uh, Mer- she wins best supporting actress. But yeah, that's the only, she's uh, incredible in it, dude. So good. She's a lovely lady. So good. Fred Gwynn is fantastic in it. Oh, I can't get here from there. Oh, you can't. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say Utes? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Put it on the list, Sean Solomon, lover of films. What do we had? We had a little checklist. We were talking pre-show. We said, let's save this for the pod. How was uh, our friend uh, our friend and collaborator in our... Our, our good our good buddy Will Martin, you were able to make it over to his final performance of his Total <laughs> Loss comedy show. Oh man! A show was... he's been workshopping for two years. He's got it down pat. He was going to film it. You got tickets. His What's last your... comedy show of all time. He's not doing this show anymore. He's going to work on a new project. He was filming it for preservation. Billy, give us your take. How was the show? Man, the MBTA is horrible, dude. I never made it. Oh boy! I made it as far as uh, Central. Central Station? Central, Central Square? Central Square, yeah. Dude, so you know me. You've met me. We've yes, met sir. We've hung. Why didn't you just so get I off did... the train and take an Uber over to Davis? Or a taxi cab? <laughs> what? What? We got to get you a designated young person Dude. when you go out in the world. My wife Ubers. I don't Uber. I don't go places. Okay. Anyways, what happened was apparently there was some medical emergency at Port Portus. Yep, Porter Square. So they were stopping. They were turning the train around at Harvard Square. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, at one point, you know how the T sometimes will just stop? Yeah. And you'll be sitting on a train for a while, just be like. Just underground, in a tunnel. Yeah, why aren't we moving anywhere? Yeah. Cut off and, from the world, no yeah. service. So we sat there for, like, ten minutes, and then finally the lady announces some medical emergency at Porter. 
So she says, we're going to take the train to Harvard and then turn around and buses will take you on the rest of your journey. And me says to myself, fuck no. I mean, they literally spelled out how to get you to your destination. Yeah, but they never got me to fucking Harvard Square. Then we stopped at Central and they said, we're going to wait here until we get clearance to move on. Yeah, I think you could. I think you could have texted. What time I texted you? Yeah, I, I set you up it, to fail on this story. I knew all the, I knew the whole thing. No, but I texted you at I like eight fifteen. Show it already yeah, started. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was texting Nicole, and I'm like, it's gonna take me. I don't know. So then I hopped on southbound, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go see. Uh, Sean Carter was back in town. Oh yeah, he stopped by the house, and he was at uh, Democracy Brewing that night. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just hop off at Downtown Cross and and go visit Sean. Go visit him. Have a pay. Go visit respects. him. I said maybe I'll do that when I get to downtown Cross. After you, after you, after you completely bailed on him, left him hanging out to dry in Tennessee in October. You figure, I'll, you know, I'll go pay my respects. I mean, I didn't completely bail on him. I let him know weeks in advance that I wasn't going to make it now, down. Let me tell you. I said, the- hey, Sean, owner of the Blue Ridge Comedy Club. I don't think I do comedy anymore. So, yeah, well, that's a bad. That's it. a bad book. It's so just you really a bad time. Win. It's a fucking horrible book. And imagine this on stage. Now, let me ask you this. Crying. You went over to the Democracy everything. Brewing uh, weekly so, comedy show well, run by Comedy Party. On my story. How jumping the... over my story, first of all. I'm not oh. done explaining things oh, yeah, about no. the MBTA and okay. uh, my, you took, and my you grievance. Around, you took your train over to Park Street. You walked over to Democracy Brewing. Okay. I didn't know. I said, maybe I'll get off at Downtown Crossing. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was on the wrong train anyways. I was on the Ashmont train, not the Braintree train. So you got to get off anyway before so you I got to get off anyways. Might so well then I went over to Democracy Brewing. How was the comedy in there, of course? I have no idea. I didn't go into the comedy. Okay. I went in the room that had the comedy, and it was packed, and I didn't want to stand in front of anybody. And I was just like, hmm. I went out and I talked to uh, Sarah, Sean's wife, while Sean was up oh, doing yeah. comedy. Had a nice ginger ale shot. I don't remember the oh. brand, but it was a craft. I believe it was a craft ginger ale, and it was crisp and yeah, it was delicious. They do a nice gin. They do a nice GA over there. I enjoyed it. And then I uh, hopped back on the train and went home. Sean and Sarah offered to drive me back to Braintree, but I was like, you know what? I'm a big boy. I'm going to do this. I got to get my car anyways. And then they changed the whole pocket. You got to pot- pay by phone. You can't just yeah, fucking put cash in the thing. I got to download an app and fucking attach a credit card. Dude, every every, uh, Somerville, Cambridge, Boston, they're all doing these, you know, park. You know, you used to have to go walk to a machine, get a little slip of paper and then walk back to your car. Yeah. Now you can do it on the app. So much more convenient. It's easier. Problem is, is that each one of these stupid fucking places, they all have their own goddamn app that they've chose. Nobody's on the same page. So I have. No joke, I have six different parking apps on my phone at any time just because I don't know where I'm going and where I have to park. Yeah, it's insane. It stinks. stinks. But all the parking potential that you own right now, Sean, it's insane. You should get another car. You should get more cars so you can leave in places. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm paying to park this. I might as well. You're losing money not? not doing that. It's stupid. It's foolish not to. It's foolish not to. Sean. What's that, buddy? I'm really hoping that I can see this show at some point on video, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Huh. 
Because what's going to happen is you're going to get the DVD or the YouTube link, and then your computer's going to blow up. Or you, I mean, that's bound to happen at any point. That might happen during this record. You've frozen oh, up a couple times. We probably probably none of this is usable. Usable? I hope not. It's certainly not funny. Useful? It's certainly yeah, not funny. It Let's make it funny. Useful. I heard you had a brush of greatness, Sean Sullivan, during your comedy yeah. adventure. Oh, I mean, I, what? I heard that you met a celebrity on your oh, top five about... celebrities of all time. Yeah, yeah when, I met, uh, when I was at my show the other day, and uh, the uh, GM of Cape Cod Cafe, uh, Brockton, Massachusetts' favorite house of pizza, was in the audience, and... Uh, he made all kinds of drunken promises of free pizza for life that there's no chance it's ever going to come oh, up. Oh, come on. on. I, You're going to get one of those little keychain things that you put on oh your God, little platinum free pizza card. Uh, I don't think those exist. but They do exist. They I've seen them in multiple movies. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I didn't realize they were in And film. once you get it, they cannot take it away from you forever. Yeah, do everything in Although they did real. take it away from Kramer and Seinfeld. Well, that's a TV show. That's not a movie. No, it's a shorter movie. No. It's a television show. Different. It's a different. It's a serialized uh, program. It's a serialized program. You're not a movie. Uh, You know what is a movie? So you don't think you're going to get free pizza from Cape Cod Cafe, even though I'm going to tag them in the Instagram post. I'm going to say, Cape Cod Cafe, fuck off, town spa. I'll say something like that. You cash-only business. Yeah, I wouldn't do that because uh, I feel like we might be uh, liable if we tag Town Spa and, and tell them to fuck off. All but... right, but I still will tag Cape Cod Cafe. Yeah, no, you tell them to fuck off, I'll come kill you. I'm not. Uh, why would I say that, Sean? Because you're a poopsies, McGuigans. I don't like any of those. I'm I'm a big guy. Christos to go, that guy now. It's oh, pretty yeah, good. We're so close. You can walk over, get it's your doll heads refinished. <laughs> get the doll heads refinished. Is the doll upside still there? down? It says it on the building, but I don't it's know Dollary if it's... Dollary Plaza, but the Dollary Yeah, I don't know if that's... Closed. They got some candy place in there, Yeah, they got Christos to go. Christos to go, pizza and salads. Yeah, I don't know if the Dollary is still open, but I, I would think that uh, it's definitely still haunted by the dolls. I have uh, I have so many good memories of going to Christos that I can't bring myself to go to Christos to go. I mean, and you just go... It's, it's just pick up. It's just pick up. Yeah, but I want my salad. I want my Greek salad in one of those dinky wooden bowls. Nicole started getting their. Uh, they have a I need that old lemon chicken going. soup. <laughs> oh, come on now! Nicole's losing her mind over it. She loves it. It's the best. But that pizza's great, and you should get some sometime. Well, maybe I, maybe I will. It's maybe very close to my house. Person, the next I'll time, pick up some pies and I'll come over in front of you and not share. I mean, that's what you do every single time. I've never once brought Every pizza to your sing- house and All not right. shared. This is off-air conversation. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be well, the last conversation. Well, movies of 1951. Oh, boy, folks, we're talking about the Academy Awards. We love them, don't we, folks? We do. The, the 24th. The 24th of Ooh, these motherfuckers. We're really getting on with this project of ours. Remember when it I'll was tell the you first this. episode we said this We're getting to insane. movies not only that people have heard of, but people have seen. People enjoy some of these pictures. Are you freezing up or are you just ignoring me? I'm just ignoring you. Alright, well, do it off the pod. because it... Are you reading a, an important update about your comedy ticket sales? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's uh, the Academy Awards. They were held this time, Billy. 
Pantages Theater. RKO Pantages Theater, Hollywood, California, hosted by Danny Kay. Oh, the, the Danny Kay. The 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 hoof up. Same. The same. March twentieth, nineteen fifty-two. We're honoring the films of nineteen fifty-one. It's confusing, but we'll figure it out. Uh. We We're got, not 1951 uh, honoring the films of 1950? Nope. Holy 52 moly. honoring 50. One. Holy s- sand bones. Uh, we've got... Uh, Sawbones. Some trivias. An American Paris became the second color film to win Best Picture after Gone with the Wind. What do you think of that, Billy? What happened? An American in Paris is the second film in color to win Best Picture. Dude, this film is so colorful. Very colorful. It looks awesome, dude. I love it. You love colors. You're All right, we'll see you next week. Um, I'd love to still be able to recognize the Roy G. Biv scale. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look at all, all the rest of the movies are in black and white. And then I think like next some of the, week we go right back to black and white. Like between... Uh, an American in Paris and uh, Streetcar Named Desire. It feels like they're decades apart. I mean, Did you're, you watch Streetcar? Yeah. You're so hung up on black and white means it's old and dusty. No, and no. I'm not even talking. Not just violent. that. It's not just that. Streetcar Named Desire. I mean, maybe it's a Tennessee Williams. It just yeah, feels a- so... It's a Tennessee Williams play from the year before. It's not like even an old know. play. Maybe it's the setting. Maybe it's Blanche Dubois. Maybe it's the vernacular used. Uh, Love that film, dude. Let's get yeah, into great. it, Sean. Let's, let's let our great. desires out. I'm trying out. to get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's tell people uh, how we feel. An American in Paris. It's the first film since Grand Hotel to win Best Picture without any acting nominations. Not a single acting nomination. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, they give Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly gets a uh, an honorary Oscar this year for uh, his versatility as an actor, singer, director, and dancer, and specifically for his brilliant achievements in the art of choreography on film. Yeah, I get that. They yeah, definitely that. shouldn't give him an award for pretending to paint, though, because he was not great at that. No, 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 no. And also, they shouldn't have given him an award because they should have given him an award the next year for Singing in the Rain. Yeah, what's odd was Singing in the Rain was not nominated for Best Picture, right? Not nominated. But it was nominated for a couple awards, choreography uh, and shit or something, right? Singing, uh, I'm looking here, uh, score. Score. That's it. That's pretty crazy in retrospect. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week, but unless yeah. you want to handle it now. Uh, no, no, I don't <laughs> handle it now. I don't want to. I'll get too violent. I mean, he, Humphrey Bogart. He was a, this dude was a hoofer. Man, Gene was Kelly could move. But hoofer. but Singing in the Rain at uh, Dennis O'Connor, right? Is that his name? Uh, Daniel. Dan- uh, Daniel. Ding Dong. Daniel O'Connor. Ding yeah, Dong. Something o- like that. Ding Dong O'Daniels. Yeah, DCOC. Big Dick O'Dongles. Uh, big D OK. Uh Humphrey Bogart, last man born in the nineteenth century to win a leading role Oscar. He wins best actor this year for the African Queen. Oh, that's a great film, dude. Yeah, not nominated. Also, not nominated. A couple of uh, snubs and flubs this year that didn't uh 
And that's a uh, that's a color. Or was that colorized? Did was that originally black and white or cuz I saw it in color, but I think it's in color. I don't know. Yeah, it's a great film him and Catherine Hepburn. She plays the uh, uh crotchety old school marm. She's so crotchety. Dude, she's fucking awesome. I love that lady. Oh, well, I love you too, Bill. She didn't. She would never say Did that. Did you just guys hear that? She, she wouldn't. She from wouldn't the grave, that. that was. I don't believe that. I also love you, Sean. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Do you mean it? Do you, mean it? you got it, big boy. Oh, I love it when you talk dirty to me. Uh, Rashomon. Akira Kurosawa. Akira Kurosawa. Yeah, that wins uh, Best Foreign Language Film. Have you ever seen... Uh, I have not. I think it's on... Uh, Rashomon? It's I, on uh, Criterion. Yeah, I think I have it on the the list. I got a Great. crazy list on that channel, dude. Great. Speaking of Criterion, the Hitchcock for the holidays, dude. I just added 21 Hitchcock films. Hey, you love it. And you love the holidays. Insane. You love Hitchcock. I just watched You're Marnie. You're going to watch them all? I watched watch Marnie last night. I've watched about... I got to get through his uh, 60s and 70s, late 60s. I just watched Monty. Then I got Torn Curtain, Frenzy, Family Plot. Family Plot. And uh, Topaz. Probably, yeah. I think those are like the five that I have left. I think I've seen everything else. You're a damn hit film. I love the dude. Man could move a camera around the room, Sean. Big fat egg man. You love that guy. You could fucking move a camera around the room. And make people feel awkward. Uh, other notable releases this year. Death of a Salesman. Oh, what happened to the salesman? And is his family going to be okay? Did he leave children? Uh, I believe suicide. Willie Loman. Does he have no. children? Did he have an insurance policy? Of course he's got children. He's got Biff and Happy. You know that. I don't. Oh, you should read Death of a Salesman. I it's saw good. Death of a Salesman once at the company theater in Norwell. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when I was a teenager. Yeah. I think he died at the end. Or sure at the did. beginning, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe a flash. Is that one of those flash? since I've read it. Back once. Uh, Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller. He fucked Marilyn Monroe. Oh, really bad, right? Didn't he steal her car or something? No, no, no. Like, he, like, put his penis in her because they were married. In the car that he stole from her. I don't think he stole her car. All right. You might be making... I, I mean, I, it's too late to litigate it anyways. They're both dead, right? They're both dead. Yeah, I think it makes you wonder, college. though, right? It and, really uh, makes yeah. you wonder about the band's legacy. People out wonder. here, people out here accusing him of stealing cars. Yeah, this oh, man, this one rich Dude, guy. Dude, I his... love that death of a salesman, but they should have called it death of a car thief. Yeah, the guy's fucking death of car ownership. People start shitting on his grave like uh, uh the african Gigi queen Allen's. uh gets a best uh director nomination for john houston but not a best picture it's Humphrey pretty crazy Bogart, I, uh, I don't know best that. actor stop it i don't like that um i like humphrey bogart winning best actor he is something in that movie yeah i gotta see it because uh brando is also nominated for best actor he's the only one uh the rest of the acting categories are swept by the uh, streetcar named desire yeah streetcar named desire is like an acting workshop man it's it's, uh, it's capital it's a acting so at good. its best so good vivian lee carl malden carl malden all win their respective awards and Brando just sitting there going I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm looking hot book. he takes his shirt off he puts Dude, his just shirt pronouncing, on pronouncing 
a quarter of every word that he's got on its script. That guy, he is mumbling through that thing, and it's inc- it's so compelling to watch because yeah. it's like, who allowed this? Dude, everything is just like, I got a friend in the jewelry business. Hey, he's going to come over and look at this. Don't even come over and look. I'm telling you. I got a friend in the fur business. He's going to come over and evaluate this. No, he's going to look at this. It's a great flick. Good. Took me a long time to watch it. I was watching it in chunks. Yeah. But I did get through it. Nice story, Tennessee Williams. Uh, Very literal, been. dude. Like I've, I always thought that uh, streetcar named Desire is like, oh, that's very poetic. But it's like, no, it's a streetcar name that she gets on, and it's called Desire. Oh. At the very, I mean, very the rest of, of everything that they're saying is very flowery. Yeah, but uh, streetcar named Desire is actually the streetcar that she gets on. Yeah, the and the glass the menagerie is actually the collection they of glass this fucking, animals that the girl has. Her they could have called this glass. movie fucking Tea Train to Braintree. Except, oh, yeah. except they went somewhere else. Yeah, they didn't go. It's like the Karate Kid, uh, the next Karate Kid when she's sitting on the Brancher train. Hey, that's an Easter what? egg. Old episode. What are you talking about? I often have a hard time following your train of thought, and that time the train ran me over. Because it dead. says Braintree on the front of the train, like it said Desire on the front of the streetcar. Sure. Sometimes this shit is very literal, Sean. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is a poetic nod to a simpler time. And this the time nominees. it's not. <laughs> All right, just blow past my explanation. Whatever. The nominees for Best Motion Picture are Decision Before Dawn, directed by Anatole Litvak. World War II is entering its last phase. Germany is in ruins but does not yield. The U.S. Army lacks. But does not yield. Relax crucial knowledge about the German units operating on two opposite sides of the Rhine and decides to send two German prisoners to gather information. Uh, dude, I've not heard of a single person in this movie. Richard I didn't see Ace it. Hart, Gary Mellow, Oscar Werner. It wasn't streaming. Yeah, it sounds okay. I couldn't even track it down at the library. A decision before dawn. Yeah. Hey, if you like World War II movies made directly after World War II, this is... For you. A Place in the Sun, directed by George Stevens. An ambitious young man wins an heiress's heart, but has to cope with his former girlfriend's pregnancy. Montgomery Clift, Elizabeth Taylor, Shelley Winters. Young Shelley Winters. I believe you saw this. I yes. believe I want to watch it. I just yeah, it's on uh, HBO, maybe? Uh, it's on one it's of on, them. I think it's on Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. I watched the trailer last night. And uh, I decided that that was not what I was in the mood for. Yeah, it's definitely uh, worth watching, though. Elizabeth yeah. Taylor, man. Oh. Arr. Okay. Arr. Arriba. Yeah, it's Whoa. one of those, uh, does he yeah. love her for her money or does he really love her stories? Which we covered recently in, uh, or it was a similar movie a couple weeks ago that I can't recall okay oh, all right but i think i feel like it was another montgomery clift movie but maybe not perhaps perchance to dream quo Vadis, directed by mervyn Leroy. mervyn Set- you crazy for this one Set against the backdrop of Roman crisis, General Marcus Vis- Vin- vinicius returns to the city from battle and falls in love with a christian woman Lygia, caught in the grip of insanity, Nero's atrocities become more extreme, and he burns Rome, laying the blame on the Christians. 
Oh, it's like I'm in love with her, but she's so Christian, you know. It's like uh, I can't get with that, you know. I'm trying to get my thing on and whatnot. Robert Taylor, Deborah Kerr, Leo Gann, Peter Ustinov. This oh, thing Peter is... Ustinov, dude, from the yeah. Muppet Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where uh, Peter Ustinov from is Spotkiss. the voice. He's in Spotkiss. He's the uh, he's the voice of um, of uh, King John. Prince John in the cartoon Disney cartoon Robin Hood, and he's doing the same exact character that he does here. I was watching, I was like, "This sounds exactly like that," and I was like, oh, "It is him." He's uh, the, he's incredible in this movie. He's the uh, the dude that buys Spartacus at the beginning of Spartacus. Uh, the movie yes. Spartacus. He's in Logan's Run. By one, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Have you heard of him, Sean? I hope Mm so. Little bit of a film uh, buff. Uh, This thing has, uh, this thing is humongous. It's so long. It's 171 minutes long. It's like one of those big Roman epics. Yeah. It's, uh, It's really cool to watch, but it is not that. It's, you know, it's fine. I remember. I remember when you watched it. You said it was pretty good, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Is aggressive. It's got Sophia Loren, Elizabeth oh. Taylor, Walter Pigeon shows up. Holy moly, that's a cast, dude. Yeah, but I mean, they have Love like Wally two lines Pidge. each. I don't even think Elizabeth Taylor speaks. Does Wally Pidge come in and say, "Hey, could anybody give me a ride to Quincy Center Station?" Yeah, uh, no. Apparently, he's just the narrator. Oh, that's cool. He's got to have more than two lines. Um, and then they went to the Roman Coliseum. It's like it's just it's just a visual a feast for the eyes. Quo Vatus. And that's a black and white, right? It's a damn no. That's a bright color, baby. Technic. Is it? Oh I yeah. Thought you said uh... no. <laughs> no, I said. I, I thought American you said Paris is the only one to win. All right. It's the only second color film to win. Quo Vatus did not win. Well, now that you tell me it's in color, it makes me a little more likely to watch it. Because you're like, oof, it's the future. No, Whoa. because it's if it's that Roman shit, it's got that that fucking cool gladiator aesthetic. It does have, like it does the, have cool uh, gladiator. They have they fight Christians. They feed Christians to lions. It's right up your alley. Sign me up, dude. A streetcar named Desire. The musical directed by Elia Kazan. Disturbed Blanche Dubois moves in with her sister in New Orleans and is Did tormented by her. Did you just say her... the musical? Yeah, from The Simpsons. Disturbed Blanche Dubois moves in with her sister in New Orleans and is tormented by her British brother-in-law while her reality crumbles around her. Her British? Brutish. 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 It sounded like you said British. And I was Vivian like, Lee, is he supposed Hunter, to be British yet? Uh, good flick. This, I mean, this is... Uh... It's a classic work of theater. This is classic. down in uh, New Orleans, right? Nolans. Nolans. The Big Easy. Nolans. I do declare. Let's get some poor boys. I've always depended on the kindness I've of strangers. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Uh, Vivian Lee back on her uh, southern bullshit. We haven't seen her since Gone with the Wind. Yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, married to Lawrence Olivier. How's that, how's that uh, tickle you? I mean, I bet they had a house. Uh, sure. I bet Certainly. they had property. I bet you could even call it a manor or an estate. I bet he treated her like he treated Rebecca. I bet <laughs> it was just fucking a marriage full of mind games. 
I think that's how most marriages guy, were back then. This guy, I'm trying. This guy just trying to convince her that he could act. Just trying to convince her that I'm a, a baby. I'm a good boy. What the hell just happened? Where'd you go? Oh, there we are. We're back. Well, that probably just got cut out. Hopefully, ah, hopefully what are you it took out do? the other 40 minutes. I'll tell you this. I'm <laughs> not going to make any adjustments. Why would you? I don't know. Uh, uh, so how many how many uh, Oscars, acting Oscars did this win? It took. Uh, Vivian Lee wins Best Actress. Yeah. Uh, Kim Hunter wins Best Supporting. Carl Malden wins Best Supporting Actor. Um. Yeah, I mean, they're like the clear standouts. I haven't seen any other movies though, so what the fuck do I know? Uh, Humphrey Bogart wins for uh, the African Queen. He beats Brando, Montgomery Cliff for a place in the sun. Arthur Kennedy for Bright Victory, and Frederick March for Death. Uber uh, salesman. Oh, I'm so dead over here. Hey, look at me, I'm over here dying. Hey, I can't even breathe no more much. I'm dying over here. Somebody help me and whatnot. Oh, oh, you know what I need? I need a casket salesman to help me. A shoe salesman, because I'm dead. We didn't rig shit. Uh, but the winner, of course, is the American musical comedy film inspired by the 1928 orchestral composition in American Paris by George Gershwin. It's... An American in Paris. Oh, George Gershwin, the fellow that did the music. Yep. Gene Kelly, Leslie Caron, Oscar Levant, Georges Jibuzerman, Nina Foch. Directed by Vincente Minnelli. I think they just say Vincent Minnelli. Vincent Minnelli. You're so offensive when you say this fellow's name. Oh, I'm very offensive. Hey, bonsoir, bonsoir, baby. You got people coming into the house? I don't know. I'm hearing uh, all kinds you got, of activity. You got people invading the kitchen, Sean? I, I hope not. Santa's elves? Oh, we are Santa's elves. Do dum bum bum bum. He um bum bum bum. He does not give us any money or union breaks. Uh, eight nominees. <laughs> eight nominations. For an I'm American sorry about your union breaks. That almost killed me. And it wins six. Can you believe that? Gets six nominations. I believe it, dude. This is a very good film. Six six wins with no acting nominations is crazy. Yeah, but technically, like the choreography. What it win? Choreography. Uh, uh, you, you know, score. choreography has not been a. That's never been. Uh, it hasn't been an, an award since like the fourth one. They got rid of that. It wins both best motion picture. It best... really seems like they should have fucking added it back. Well, that's why they gave him an, an honorary Academy Award. All right. Best motion picture, uh, best story and screenplay, best art direction color, best cinematography. The art direction color. color off the hook, Sean. Cinematography I color, costume it's design it. color, scoring of a musical, and then Gene Kelly gets his honorary Academy Award. Fuck yeah, dude! It's like the key to the city. This fella just got. Um, I will say this: I'll get my you know my negatives out of the way. I think. The last 17 minutes, that last fantasy dance yeah. is so incredible that it makes up for the fact that the rest of this is kind of slight. It's, like, nice, and it looks nice, but the f- what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> it's a story about a guy who paints, and then he's, like, kind of in love with a girl that he saw one time. Yeah, the story is, like, we also the Nothing. dude that... Uh... 
she's going to marry raised her from a, being a kid or something. Yeah. yeah. This is not this is not typical. But it's I think the overall of. like the story is, is just I don't know the whole aesthetic of it. experience. Like the aesthetic of it, I think, is fabulous, dude. And Gene Kelly is fucking nobody moves like that guy. Like the sets and just the background actors and he's the most he's just so fluid. There's a he's scene great, in the beginning dude. when he's like just sitting in his kitchen and he's like getting his breakfast ready and he's opening cabinets and closing doors and using his feet and like it's yeah wild. It's just using his just, feet, unlike the other dancers. The, yeah, I don't. know. They don't use their feet at all. Uh, I've said it before and I've said it before. Gene Kelly must have crushed so much puss, dude. Was he a puss crusher or did he? Uh, was he's he a married? A... He's a married man. Yeah. So get say it, say it. Say it because he's a dancer. He can't be a he can't be a hetero straight male. No, I'm just I can't I can't asking the, the question. Sure, he could. He could. I keep. He could, I keep trying to get him on the my point was he could sports and they he won't probably do it. could have crushed whatever he wanted to crush. Oh sure, sure he's sure, smooth sure, as sure, shit, sure. dude. Uh, he plays uh, a World War Two vet Jerry Mulligan, who is a he's always a World his, War Two vet, always working in the patriotism and the soft shoe shuffle. He's living in Paris. He's trying to make it as a painter. When he really should be trying to make it as a dancer, I think. <laughs> yeah, that makes way more sense. He's leaving a lot on the table in terms of, like, cashing in on his actual talent. Yeah. His painting, better than I could do for sure. But uh, you know. Yeah, but I don't think it's his painting. I think somebody probably did that, and he's just standing in front of it with a brush for the movie. There's some the, scenes where he like pretends to paint, and he just does this one little spot that's already painted. And his shit is kind of like Thomas Kincaidy. It's like it's nice, dude. That's you, that shit would sell, dude. Tourist town, people coming through, they go. Ooh, yeah, but it's the it. kind of stuff like it hangs in a hotel room, and you're like, oh, that's a pretty nice painting. But like, if you went to a museum, you'd be like, hey, we shouldn't do this anymore. This is what, what we, museums? We here. Yeah, you don't think we should do museums? You don't think we should preserve history? I'm saying his paintings are not up to snuff to be in a museum. All right. They're hotel lobby paintings at best. We can still put the DVD copy of Dude, Where's My Car in there, though, right? Well, yeah, that's got to be in the Smithsonian for preservation from the Library of Congress. Because, like, dude, where is my car? Where, Where is my car? <laughs> dude. I've never seen that film. <laughs> I think I've and seen part uh, of it. I don't think you... I ever found out where the car was. I wonder if they do. I'm going to put it on and find out. Why not? Dude. You're high anyway. Go Dude. Have, yourself, have yourself a nice time. Dude, where is my car? It's in your driveway, Bill. We keep going over this. At a certain where point, is... it crosses over from a Gen X, a nice a, a, a nice new millennial reference to uh, just straight up <laughs> Dementia. Life. Uh, Bill? You have Please a car. tell me why my car's in the front yard and my driveway's in the front yard and my car is in it's my in driveway. driveway last night and now it's gone. Dude, gone. Where is my car though? It really is a lifelong question to ponder. Where is my car, dude? I know where my car is at all times. Where's your There's car never, right now, dude? It's in my driveway. Check. Because I, I just right pulled, now, I, could... I just pulled one of the greatest heists of all time. Whoa. I just ocean fourteen you. Wow. Yeah, go look. No. I'm gonna steal your computer when you're gone. That's the thing. That's the 
thing. You know, you cyber crimes. We're doing this recording digitally, but you can't. We're connected somehow. You could get through. You get the Please tell you. me why uh, Americans uh, in Paris. <laughs> I mean, why he's in Paris, we never really learned. That... Oh, because he's uh, an ex-GI. He was probably stationed there in the war. He Ooh. loves Paris. He, okay. he says it at the beginning. Hey, go home, see your family. He says, I'm an artist, and there's no place to be like Paris. That's true. Uh, he's friends with a guy named Adam, who is a uh, concert pianist. Um, oh, Fat John Cryer. Yo, yeah, this dude's this dude's <laughs> fucking faces. This guy's been smashing the face like of the a fucking pan. catches mitt. Holy moly! And then uh, that guy is friends with a famous French singer by the Who name. Who is of... that dude? Is he a uh, is he a famed Oscar uh, Levant pianist? A, pianist. Uh, yeah, he's a concert pianist, composer, music conductor, author, radio game show panelist, television talk show host, comedian, and actor. Uh, so he's just a general bag of shit. Uh, he's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, who doesn't? Um, he, I think he came along at a time in uh, in our society where you could uh, be famous for uh, being good at the piano and being a little surly. You could probably go yeah. on uh, Murph it's because, Griffith. And... It's because all the handsome boys died in Normandy. That's true. That's uh, why John Wayne got to be a star, because all the boys were off fighting. Oh, and he just pretended to be a hero while they were actually out there doing it. So, you know, I don't want to, obviously, I'm going to save the John Wayne besmirchment for next week. For Here the we quiet go. man. Here's but... some fun uh, Oscar Levant uh, from the Wikipedia. Oscar was always good for a bright response edged with acid. That's what someone said about oh, him. Cool. Here's some so examples. Just an asshole. Here's some examples. Uh, quote. I knew Doris Day before she was a virgin. Scandal. Quote, I think a lot of Bernstein, but not as much as he does. Oh, my goodness. And then this one, this is the this is the kicker. After Marilyn uh, Monroe converted to Judaism when she married uh, Arthur Miller, now that Marilyn Monroe is kosher, Arthur Miller can eat her. Her pussy. And uh, so that's Oscar Lamont. You asked, answered. <laughs> Not a great guy. So he's just a fucking Perez Hilton. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, he's friends with a French singer named Henry. Uh, Although I don't know if Perez Hilton can play the piano. The guy seems to be able to uh, cut a, he's, cut a he's tune. A, he's a multi-hyphenate talent, so we don't know what he can. He's got do. that fat John Cryer face. Yeah, they both do. Um. So, and then Henry has a girlfriend named uh, Lisa. Lise? Yeah, Lise? that's the senator from Silence of the Lambs. Who? Lise. She's the one trying to get the girl oh. out of the well. Jesus, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was like, she looks familiar. I'm, she's super cute. Oh, she's she's popping up in a couple of movies that we've got coming up. But yeah. I did not. But the, her second listen on IMDb, like known for. Is this the senator on Silence oh, the, of the Lambs? The the mother that's like yeah. Uh, well, look at that. Yeah, the one that they uh, say that they say granted clemency or something. Clarice lies about it. All right, so I got some bad news for you. All right, you Am I wrong. Cross signals again. Ah oh, fuck. Uh, I'm talking about Leslie Caron. Caron. 
That's Lise Bouvier. That's the main. Oh dancer. no! Fuck, dude. I'm thinking You're of, thinking the, of other movie. Uh, the other girl. What other movie? I'm thinking of Monty, dude. That I just watched <laughs> last night. Never mind. Jesus, H. Sorry, Christ, dude. She's not in this too, right? I I literally don't know what you're talking about, dude. I fucking watch too much <laughs> films. I watched Monty last night, the Hitchcock film. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, and, dude. Never mind. And the senator from Silence of the Lambs was in that. Yeah. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's dude. that's that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking dumbest people I've ever met. Dude. I don't uh, know why every week I pull all this shit out of the dude, closet. Because you should watch Monty and, and see go, the senator from Silence of the Lambs. And I go, man, maybe this is the week I'll have a coherent conversation with Bill. All right, listen, dude. You say stupid shit, too, all right? It's, it's fucking, it's not even mid-afternoon and he's already, he's not even sundown. He's eclipsed himself. <laughs> That's how hard this guy's fucking brain is. All going. right, drop it, jerk. Joe Biden would be a better co-host, but not a better president. No, no, he would be a much better president Dude, than Joe Biden. I would legalize it. <laughs> legalize what? Marijuana. Marijuana. Remove it from uh, Schedule One. Schedule D. Remove it from Schedule One. You want to open the economy? You want to get me fucking talking about it? I'll start talking about it. But you're being silly. It's Jerry... fucking federally, federally mandated that you can't even fucking use it. it. Closes banking to it. It fucking the biggest industry growing. Cut the shit. I'll punch every one of you in the face. All right. I'm sorry, Sean. Go back to your stupid podcast. Oh, sorry. I took my headphones off during your. Legalize marijuana on the federal level rant. I do it every time, but you asked me. You asked me. Well, I thought maybe you were talking about like uh, uh, giving teachers guns or something. I don't know. Uh, Anywho, we got three buddies. Three buddies. We got Jerry, the painter, Adam, the pianoist, and Henri, the singer. Uh, But Henri is. uh, He's dating this. Jerry and him aren't buddies at first. They no, both they're know connected the through the piano pianist. Guy. Piano. Uh, but they don't They don't not get along. No, they get along great. Uh, but they do have one common interest. One common interest is that they are both in love with this uh, uh, this uh, talented uh, singer-dancer. I don't know. Is she like a performer? I don't know what the hell her deal is. She's a teenager. Lise, Lise Bouvier, played by Leslie Caron with her chipmunk cheeks. Uh, She's little, just a teenager. Little, little cutie pie. Um, so they uh, they get together. They sing a little ditty. The, the whole thing's got music through the whole thing. They're constantly singing and dancing. Um, so Jerry goes out. He's selling his paintings. Uh, he just sets up on a wall. And as people walk by, uh, a woman named Milo Roberts, played by Nina Fox, she walks by and uh, starts giving the business about her paintings. And she offers to buy... I don't know what all of them, and she says an outrageous she offered, number. She asked to buy a couple of them, like fifty bucks a piece or something. Yeah, but she says that like at first she's like, "I'll give you, I don't know, what do you say, fifteen thousand francs," and then you're like, "Holy shit!" And then I, I was like, "Why isn't this guy freaking out?" And then he's like, "Oh, it's only fifty dollars." But even then, in the fifties, that's a lot of money. Yeah, for somebody who apparently isn't selling paintings. any of them. Um. So they go back he to does, her. He does mention that he's not selling paintings, I, I believe, at the beginning. 
Yeah, he's got this idea that he doesn't he doesn't really like to he doesn't push it on people because then once he sells his painting, then it's gone forever for him him. And it's like, well that's a that's a shitty attitude to make a living. You just want to keep all your paintings forever? As a painter, most definitely. Sure. Uh so she brings it back to their apartment. As an there. art collector though? No, not a bad idea. But uh I most art collectors do not collect their own art. As an NFT collector? Oh, now we're talking. Now no. we're into it. Let's get some non. We, you do? Should we do balcony NFTs? We should get some I'm balcony. I'm already doing it, dude. I've been selling them for weeks. What? To everybody, all, all over the place. Yeah. You want to buy one? Dude, we were watching the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade, and they were offering out exclusive NFTs from Macy's. These things cool. that do nothing but destroy the environment through just the excessive amount of security that they need. Fucking dumbest world we live in. And what exactly would I need an NFT from Macy's for? Uh, nothing. You don't even show it at checkout to get like 5% off like a red card at Target. <laughs> so dumb, dude. They go back to her I apartment. I gotta buy an ape. Uh, I'll say this. Milo, who boy, oh boy, I was taken with this lady. She's a ooh, pretty lady. Uh, it doesn't make sense why he's not into her at all. Because um, he likes the teenager. That's true. But I, I, I must have missed this. How does he know about the teenager? He sees her at the coffee shop, right? No, they're at the dinner. So they go out to uh, dinner or something. Um, so they go. Uh, she invites him to come back that night for a dinner party, and then, uh, then he That's has the lady that buys the blonde the lady. Yeah. So we'll we'll go in order. We'll go in order. And we'll see. We'll piece this mystery together. So she uh she off she goes hey come back at eight for a dinner party, and then uh, he goes home she she sends him home in her fancy uh, car, and then all the neighborhood kids all love They're him. Like oh he look gives at them, this spicy meatball. They love him because he gives them bubble gum. Yeah, and That's then they a see him. That right there is a red flag. It was called grooming. Yeah, I learned that from my uh, youth protective from your groomer Cub Scouts. <laughs> I learned it from my personal groomer. I learned it from my uncle that. Used to just give me bubblegum all the time. Oh, uh, and you have the cartoon in it. The Bazooka Joe. Sean, you keep dozing off, and it's really sorry. killing my momentum. It's really killing my gold. Well, I I think sometimes you're going daft on a riff, and I and and look, you're on a new. I don't riff, another baby. level today. I don't you riff. Just so these French the whole kids time, are, I'm just thinking of Disco Elysium. So. They're following him home. He's singing I Got Rhythm. It's a fun little dance that he does Dude, with all the kids. This is, fa- this is a fantastic scene. I love nice this. Nice number. Uh, doesn't have it, nothing really, to do with the show. Nothing to do. It just, <laughs> it's just it does, though, because the whole thing is just a song and dance. And you're just like, ah, oh, look at this guy. Love this guy. And it's truly, dude. He's fucking when he starts cutting it dude so good i'm like not a huge fan of tap dancing and shit oh, but he is nobody does it better than gene kelly incredible dude and nobody loves pulling a scarf over his head pretending to be a lady like this oh, fella constantly he nails it <laughs> he does it he maybe did it jimmy in... cash jimmy he cash it... <laughs> all right that's very specific he did it in uh take me out to the ball game too the frank sinatra baseball i think he does it in all then. the movies dude uh, it used to be a real thing back then People would go, hey, that's not Gene Kelly anymore. That's another person, lady. So that night, he goes to the uh, the dinner party at Milo's apartment, and he finds out that it's uh, not a party so much as it's just the two of them, and she's just trying to get some dirt. 
Yeah, she's really like, and he takes offense. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, 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 lady, I'm not here to fuck you. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, was, why not? I was here for scallops. Um, scallops. How do you say them? Scallops. She insists, scallops. She insists that she's really interested in the art. So they go to a, they go to this bar, this crowded bar. They meet up with her friend. She's offering to sponsor a show for him to sell his, all his paintings. And then he sees uh, old Chipmunk Cheeks Lee's at a table, at the next table, and he's just in love with her immediately. And uh, so he stops yeah, paying this attention was back to... back when no didn't necessarily mean no. No. No meant try harder back then. Yeah, just like, what are you... Come on, you're a charming guy. Yeah. Uh, didn't even have to worry about them having uh, AirPods in no. at the time. So he, he pretends that he already knows her. He comes over, he steals her, forces her to dance with them. Uh, she's like, she's no interest. She gives him the wrong phone number, but then somebody at the table is like, uh, no, no, no. That's yeah, our dun. uncle. Uh, the old you dude. screwed up the number. You gave him the fake number. This is the real number. <laughs> and she's like, thank you, uncle. And he's like, I will give you some bubble I will gum. give him a key to her apartment. Yeah. She lives here. She sleeps now and then. Uh, Milo, the art, the, uh, the patron of the arts that she is, she's pissed because she's a little drunk and this guy's been flirting with uh, another girl the whole night, and she finds that quite rude. Um, and he's it is like, rude. Uh, She's trying to buy his, his penis. Yeah, but that's that's also rude. He's already expressed not that he's Paris. not interested. Yeah, fair enough. The city of love. City of love. Uh, so the next day he shows up to her uh, work, to little chipmunk's work, and uh, she's like, please don't call me ever again. Yeah, and then she immediately changes her mind. Um, Once he makes a face or does a little yeah, he's just like, Ooh, have you seen the way I can dance? She's like, ooh. Um, oh, you are so silly. Okay, I will let you. I will let you one time. So she can't. She can't be seen in public with him because uh, she's dating Henri. the famous French singer. Henri. Um, Is that his name? Henri. Oh yeah. Henri. Uh, she goes to meet. Uh, she so they go on a late night date, little stroll together, and then she rushes off to meet uh, Henri after his performance, and that's where they get the the song in the theater. That's uh, pretty cool. I'll build a stairway to paradise with all the girls coming down the steps. Oh, yeah. Very, very uh, great Ziegfeld esque. That's what it reminded me of. That stairway, right? Um, and uh, he he tells her that uh, he's been asked to go on a tour of America, and he asked her to marry him. Then we Dude, get. Just... Just to flash back for a second, when you first, when we first meet Lise, that's her name? Lisa, yeah, it says L-I-S-E, and I can't remember how they pronounced it. Uh, they do that thing where she's dancing in all the, like, monochrome yes. color rooms. Dude. Yeah, oh, because when he's so explaining good. his girlfriend to everybody. Oh, like, yeah, is she, is she easy? Oh, no, she, well, she is easy, but she is also fierce, and then it's, like, red background. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's great. Um, I would imagine it's, uh, man, I got to watch the red shoes again because they, this reminded me of that a lot. That's a lot darker than this. This is a lot bubblier and fun. Yeah. But they're both so colorful. They're both dance-based, um, and they both kind of not dissimilar plots, I guess. The, that, the scene with her dancing in those rooms – brings a mad like just wes anderson to my mind yeah um 
I mean, that's like that's not all... Wes Anderson when he's mad. I just meant a mad Wes Anderson. He's vibe. always mad. Uh, it's got. Uh, I mean, it's like a thing that's in every commercial in the last like twenty years. It's been like, you know, for Gap or for Target or some shit. It's just somebody dancing in a room wearing the same colors of the room, just like bright colors and shit. They stole it all from this movie. No, she's wearing like opposite of the room, right? And uh, like the backgrounds mm, yes. are all painted like the same. Yeah, and she's I'm wearing like later a strikingly in the uh, the American Appearance sequence. They do some stuff where they're in they're in colored rooms like that again, but they match the the walls. There's a, an American in Paris sequel. No, no, no. Is later on, saying? no, no. At the end of the film, oh, that right. last section. Oh yeah, dude. When they go, and also when they go into like the animated background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that's we'll get insane. We'll get, we'll get there, there, bro. So All right, I apologize. So we get the Zeg, the Ziegfeld Theater show, and then we get this. Which I liked quite a lot, but I don't know why it was in this movie. It's the uh, the the number where the piano player is has a daydream, and he yeah, daydreams that's that just he's him. he's playing all of the instruments in the orchestra, and he's the conductor, and he's the audience. Yeah, did he was he also a producer in this movie? Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't could have been cut. Could we could have cut this one out? Yeah, it was it was fun. I don't know. I didn't hate it, but I was just like, huh. No, I I mean it. It fit thematically with the movie. Yeah, it added And nothing. it also gave him a little more fleshed out uh sure. area, but I think it, it uh what was this was only what, an hour forty five, hour fifty? Yeah. If it and had look, been and it was and it was entertaining. It's not it's not yeah, it's, but it just it's, didn't uh... it's like that's what I mean, like when I say earlier that this whole thing is very slight and it's like not a lot of stuff here. It's just, you know, a lot of cool dancing and production numbers on top of bare bones. Yeah. Story shit. Uh, Milo gets uh, Jerry an art studio, and she's got a, she's planning an exhibition in a couple months. And he's like, he doesn't want to take her free uh, charity, so he's going to pay her back. And it's just like, and God, Dick? Would, no. would you guys just fuck already? Um, or at least show each other your genitals so we can decide if you should fuck. Yeah, uh, he's on a date with uh, Lise, and she runs away. Uh, because she's a child. Yeah, she's a, a child. Teenager. And also she's Teenagers in a relationship. run away. She's in a relationship with another An person. abusive relationship with another groomer. Um, so he's he's come, he's talking to Adam about oh, this girl is, troubles. But this is, he, she runs away because she's in the taxi. In front of the place where she's supposed to meet Henri, that yes, that yeah, cafe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So then they go in, and he's sad because she ran off, and Henry's sad because of this. And then they, the two of them, sing how they're both in love with this great gal. They're, they both got great gals, but they they don't know that they're singing about the same person. Except Adam does, and he does some uh, mugging with his cigarette, and whoa. And nobody in the cafe is like, "Hey, could you guys shut the fuck up?" Guys, I'm just try- I'm trying to write. I'm literally trying to eat this baguette, Jesus and then I'm going to jet to work. Um, so I am then, writing the next great masterpiece. Um, yeah, it says they they reunite in the same place on the banks of the Seine, close to Notre Dame, and then she. Oh, she, do, are these the guys that burnt down the the cathedral? These hunchbacks. She. Uh, oh, she, I don't think you can say that now. No, well, I mean, how else do you describe it? I'm sorry, uh, back. Bump backs? Uh, I will back, get differently it. Differently backed. 
What's the matter if I get back to you now or in an hour? Come on. Get it? You crazy. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, you're unbelievable. Sucking my dick. Okay, ah. little Miss Muffet. Um, yeah, so An American she, dice clay in Paris. She basically tells... Uh, oh, please. They got a conversation. She basically says, hey... Uh, I'm with uh, Henry. I'm gonna marry him. We're going to America. And, yeah, I think uh, you mean Henri. Henri. And I feel indebted to him because he kept me safe during the war. As a child. And she's like, I love you, but I have to um, bone him. And so he's upset. Gene Kelly's moping around. They go to a a, a, a costume ball. Um. A black and white costume. And ball. he invites Milo, and they kiss. Cause he's Crazy all... people jumping off the balcony in the strongman arms. He's he's bummed out that uh, the love of his life is going away. Ah, uh, where has she gone to me? So he goes. He's like, I guess I guess I'll come to you, uh, run a uh, consolation prize lady that's been funding my Rich lady. lifestyle that likes me and appreciates my art. And wants to be with me, but I just can't be bothered because because of the teenage girl that yeah. I'm chasing. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like in uh, with um, Celeste Holm and uh, what was the one with Gregory Peck, Gentleman's Agreement, where he's like hung up on uh, the anti-Semitic, his anti-Semitic fiance, yeah. but like meanwhile he's got like the perfect woman right there. Yeah, and she he's just like no, sorry. I know that you're more attractive and smarter and more fun and richer and better and and it never resolves. Like yeah, it doesn't. It's just like he's chasing this. And so, and but in this one, it's the same thing. She's like, she's like hung. And up they on don't him. know each other, man. It's literally like I met on a street. I saw her and I got chub. Yep. And I saw you, you old rich witch. And she kept saying no, <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't let it go. And you know how that turns me on. Uh, oh, the hunt. So they're all at the black and white costume party, and uh, Henry, uh, Henry and Lee's are there, and uh, Jerry after he's after he's made out with Milo tells uh, her that like this party is pretty impressive. But he brings Milo to the party. It's not Milo's party, and then he tells her like he brings her there, kisses her. She's like, oh, tonight's the night. I'm gonna put on black and white, and finally, and then he's like, uh, sorry, I'm in love with uh, this uh, child. Um, Henry uh, sees uh, Jerry uh, and Lee saying goodbye to each other, and he realizes the truth. And then yeah, he's, they, like, they he's get, out on where is he? Oh, out on the balcony. In the balcony. And where are they? Smoking a, in the shadows on a lower balcony. No, just like on the other on the same balcony, just the other side of the credenza. Or the... but he sees it, and they they drive away, and then shot. What is a credenza? If I used the wrong word, yeah, dude, I think that's a thing. I think that's like a desk, like a roll top desk. <laughs> I'm almost positive that that's a piece of furniture, not not a location on a building. I meant to say column, but I said credenza. Still not the right word. <laughs> All right. Oh no, he's hiding behind the no, column. He's, that is he's on the other side of a column, smoking a bot. Uh, they leave, and then Jerry launches into... And, like, the goodbye is just a very awkward hug. So up until this point, this has been kind of like... Kind of like run-of-the-mill, you know, kind of like the Fred Astaire musical comedies. Like, th there's been nothing outstanding about this movie. It's been nice. It looks nice. No, some of the dancing has been pre pretty great, but... 
Yeah, but but it's, nothing story wise. Is... There's nothing that like elevates this above like the Fred Astaire movies and stuff like that. It's the yeah. same kind of. It's just people, uh, it does elevate it because Gene Kelly is, is a lot more anything. attractive. But I'm saying story wise, it's it's just it's not like. I I wasn't blown away by the movie up until this point where I was just like, oh, this is a fun, cute movie, but there's yeah. nothing like special about it. And this and is when it goes into the animated shit, right? They, they, he goes into this fantasy, and there's I think it's 17 minutes long. They start playing the the Gershwin music, and it's this long ass uh, piece of music called an American in Paris. It's kind of like Gershwin has like. You know, I've got rhythm and summertime and all the songs that everybody knows, but he's got like Rhapsody in Blue and American Empire. These long pieces of like he's got quite a catalog. Is what the guy wrote some sure. songs, and then they do this fucking long ass dream ballet tap dance thing, and it's fucking incredible. It's so good. The last twenty minutes of this yeah, movie, yeah, it's pretty great. This is where you go like, oh, this is where it's this is why it's called art. The rest of it has just been like fun song and dance shit. And then this is like, wow, you guys are doing something different here. Uh, and I it's it's just about him following her around Paris in this fantasy. And it's all the the backgrounds are all like look like New Yorker cartoon drawings. And yeah, it's great. Uh, huge, huge sets like around that, like, a fountain and shit. But like, and there's like fake buildings and stuff that they're going in and out of. But like, the sets are always way bigger than you think they are from first look. And there's like marching bands and soldiers and it's it's what we like to call a production. Sean. Damn production, full on production. At some point, he meets they got up gaffers, with, they got best boys, they, they got, got key grips. All. They shot. They got a, craft services. They shot it across forty four different um, sets. In uh, the uh, where the hell was it? No fuck. I mean, this was all shot on stage, right? Yeah, like yeah, a soundstage yeah. somewhere. Yes, there's there's like a similar thing at the end of Singing in the Rain, like the last number in Singing in the Rain is this long, like drawn out ballet type thing, like this is, but it's not as good as this one. But yeah. the rest of Singing in the Rain is so much better than. Singing in the Rain is great. That's that um, got snubbed next week. Yeah, the next year, dude. I'll have to rewatch that wild. this week. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but this whole end is just like Gene Kelly's was fucking cr- so good, man. Yeah, it's lots of long takes. It's not one take. Obviously, there's cuts and stuff in there, and they go to different sets and like very colorful special effects where like people disappear or. You know, the fountain becomes like a solid thing. Like, all kinds of crazy shit happens. Oh, see, now I'm mixing this up with, uh, I just watched you Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind the first oh. time in my life. Yeah, my And there's that part where they're going through, like, Penn Station and people start disappearing. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that movie. I can't wait to rail about that in 50 weeks. Uh, 60 it's, weeks? It's been my favorite movie of all. I saw that. It's incredible, dude. On a Thursday at Loved 10 p.m. With my friend Jess in college, and yeah. then I woke up the next morning. I skipped class and I went and saw it again at 10 a.m. I was like, yeah. "It was like the fucking best thing I've hey, ever Dad, seen." Hey, Dad, can you put money on my Visa box card? That's not a conversation <laughs> that did not. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how that went. Uh, I just need five dollars so I can go see this movie again. 
Yeah, so, uh... Why do you need $5? You already saw the movie. What are you seeing it Why again Why do you need $5? What, are you going to get popcorn? What, are you getting drugs? I buy you the drum set, AJ. <laughs> Where I... How many... You got to be close, right? How many episodes you, know, like, you got left? Man, I, got, I think I got eight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You had la- So, last season? Yeah. These are the ones I haven't seen. What so. was a full season of those back then? 13 usually, and then All season right. 6 is like 10 and 12. All right. Because they split it across. Yeah. But. Uh, Can I spoil the end of it for you? Uh, don't stop. Don't stop. Believe, Believe it. Um, what happened to my cable? Yeah, anyway, this I mean, it's hard to talk about the dance thing because we're not dancers and we're stupid, but Mm-mm. it's, like, really cool. Don't. You don't put your it. bad mojo on me. I'm you a should, dancer. You should watch that. If you're not going to watch the whole movie, watch the end of this thing. It's so fucking wonderful. I mean, I'd say watch the whole, the whole movie, but they just pulled it off HBO, so. Yeah, fuck them. I love the, uh, I I think love it's the weird, like. worth a watch. With the, when he puts on the seersucker suit, uh, true fucking song and dance man shit. And he's got the fucking hat and the cane, and he's walking with yeah. his ass out, and they, they're yeah. all walk. Oh, he's got the the all the the servicemen go he's in and change fellas. into the seersucker, oh. and then they're all doing that same fucking goofy ass duck. It's walk. like Music Man type shit, right? I loved it. Uh yeah, I do it. I think it was a really good movie. I I enjoyed the scenery in it, like the coffee shop, just the yeah. set. I thought. Now listen, I'm gonna let you into my my world. Mm-hmm. I watched it downstairs in the oh, movie the theater, screen, Sean. So maybe. I really, adju- I really got to get in there and see yeah. the colors. It's, it's great. Uh, I think it's definitely worth a watch. I think personally, I think uh, Street Car Named Desire should have probably won Best Picture. I don't disagree with that, but I, I'm not. You're there's not definitely bigger fucking snubs that have happened. That um, you know, I think that. Uh, African Queen should have been nominated. Yeah, I got to see that one. I mean, we're getting to the point where they're starting to make more. There's just going to be more movies outside of the five nominees that we're like, yeah. huh? That one didn't. Okay. Whatever what? you say. Uh, but on the other on the other hand, when you have like 10, it's like some of them are just like, well, now you just shoehorn in them. Man. Not, yeah, you got a quote. You're just you're trying, to trying to fill it. Don't be so stupid. Uh, an American in Paris. Me or them, or it's both. A probably. Good movie. Balcony Boys approved. Balcony Boys. Next week. What's what's on the list next week? I mean, I think I'm gonna guess it's another Oscar winner. It sure is. Next week we have a film directed by Cecil B. DeMille. Oh fuck. <laughs> Fuck! This is greatest show on earth. Greatest show on. I have heard earth. less than impressive things about this. I thought you had watched it. I put it on the list, but I never, I, I never started it. I think it's still on Prime. Um, I hope. I believe that is to be the case. Yeah, it's a long uh, one too, right? Betty like Hutton, Charlton Heston, Cornell Wilde, Dorothy Lamar, Jim Stewart. Uh, man, yeah. I don't know about like, this one. Like I've I heard that the premise of it is great, but that it's a lot of filler. We're gonna we're gonna find out together next but week. But also, we get to uh, 
The Jimmy, Quiet Man is next week. Jimmy Stewart plays a gentleman by the name of Buttons the Clown. So you oh, can't Jimmy argue Stewart's with that. in it? Oh, yeah. Hot damn. Hot damn. The greatest show on earth. We'll watch that in seven flipping days. And we're going to watch The Quiet Man, Sean. You're finally going to get to see what I'm talking about. I've been talking to you so long about it. It was my father's, it was my father's favorite movie. Me and him would spend time together. Once a year, would show up on television. And he would say, Billy, come in here and watch this movie with me. And I would say, don't talk to me, Dad. I'm a teenager now. And I set the rules in this house. And he would say, you don't set the rules in this house. You don't pay for anything. And I would say, I pay for enough. And he would say, what exactly do you pay for? And I said, not much. And then he hit me. And then I hit him back. And then we both hit my brother. And then we hit my brother again. And that's probably long-lasting effects. On my brother, and I apologize for it. Sorry, Michael. I love you. Goodbye. I wish you were a fucking quiet man.